Welcome. On November 3rd of this year, the citizens of California on voting day was asked to vote on what was called Proposition 22. And Proposition 22 was asked, can we convert 1099 workers, such as uh, drivers, you know, um, app drivers, into what we call regular workers or W-2 worker? In this episode, what we're going to review is the California Prop Program and show that you can start a 1099 lawsuit against the state and the child support agency right now. Now, the Proposition 22 uh, related started with what is called the app drivers, such as Uber and Lyft. However, the state in Proposition 22 wanted to convert all 1099 workers, including hairdressers, stylists, plumbers, even doctors and nurses, uh, to convert them into what is called W-2 for child support purposes. So Proposition 22 uh, started with what is called an Assembly Bill 5, and we'll talk more about Assembly Bill 5 in this presentation. But the goal was to strengthen Assembly Bill 5 such that um, you can convert all 10-9 workers. Now, as you know on this channel, we've said this over and over, that 45 CFR 264.30, it's where the state agency put all men into the child support program. Unfortunately, those that are 1099 workers should not be included within that classification of all men being in the child support program for enforcement purposes. We have a video on this channel called Defend My Rights. It's important for you to understand how this affects the classification in Proposition 22. So as you know, by now in many vi videos I've created that says the president on January 19, 2017, passed an exec in place of the executive letter that 1099 payments, assets, and income should not be within the child enforcement. Yes, it was put in place January 19, 2017. I'll provide more details on this later on, that the problem is much more serious than that. I have a video on here called Know Your Rights. It's important that you know your rights. So, so all 1099 workers, if you're currently in the child support program, you can file a lawsuit right now. You have to assemble all your information, but technically you do not belong in the program. Likewise, there are no state statute that puts you in this program and Proposition, Proposition 22 would have done that. Now, other states have attempted to perform the same transformation that Proposition 22 was about to do in California. For instance, in Virginia, on January 29th, 2020, they have decided in an assembly bill to convert uh, independent contractors for child support income withholding. And it says here on the screen in the Lawyers Weekly magazine, exclusively for lawyers and judges, it says it's a loophole. Yes, those are not my words. I've said this before on this channel. It is a loophole. It has always been a loophole. New Jersey had attempted to do that as well. And New York also is, a, is attempting to do it. And as far as we know in our research, there are no provisions within the state of New York 
for 1099 workers. We have a video called the 1099 problem. Uh, please review that video. Uh, as I said earlier, New Jersey also attempted the same thing to convert 1099 workers into regular workers. Uh, again, so in this presentation, what we're going to do is cover more about the Prop 22, but also give you some tips and strategies in which to show that the 1099 program within the child support interferes with your rights. Let's get started. So Assembly Bill 5 had passed back in 2019, where they made some attempt to convert the uh, independent workers into employees, and that passed by the executive branch. Uh, it created a, a massive pushback by the companies such as you know, Uber and Lyft and DoorDash to say, look, you are changing an, an IRS classification and we're just not going to, you know, we're going to resist that. But it goes deeper than that. This provision change in this bill would have changed all 1099 categories. We have a, a section called Call to Action at the end of this presentation where we will provide you some strategies for which for your 1099 lawsuit. So let's look at the income withholding enforcement for the state of California, where it was prepared for Congress. So Congress is fully aware of what's happening with the child support program in all 50 states. So this falls under administrative wage garnishment of 45 CFR uh, 32. So since 2014 till 2018, California's collected about $2.2 billion per year. It goes up slightly, you know, year to year, but they're on track to do another $2.4 billion a year. So here's where the dilemma with child support authority. They have full authority over employee, which is a W-2 worker. And again, this is not to negate someone who works. These are just employment categories. So it's not a negative or a positive that you're a W-2. These are just classifications. The problem they were having is that it's been rejected year after year. Uh, that the 1099 workers' assets income are not included within the child support. Then there's another category of folks, which are a combination of employee W-2 and non-employee 1099. Now, the jury's still out on that category. That now falls on the individuals and wants to fight that issue in the child support agency. So we've talked about this in many of our channels, that the 1099 worker is an IRS classification, Right, whereas they designated under Chapter 24 that says people perform services, uh, but not necessarily part of what is called the employment pool, they can be compensated, and that compensation can be reported to the IRS. They also pass what is called a consistency requirement. That is, you treat all workers in similar position, and you don't cross. In other words, if you have classification for independent contractors, you then cannot change the classification for a W-2 worker. We have a video called Know Your Rights. It's important to know your rights under this statute.
So who are 1099 folks? How do you know them? The, uh, somebody says, well, I'm not sure. Well, if you're a 1099 worker, you actually know that because you would have completed a form called the SS4. And that is where you apply for what is called an EIN number. An EIN number is nothing more than it's a modification of a social security number. It's the same set of digits, but it is slightly different. In other words, uh, the first two characters, and then there's a dash behind the remaining numbers. But the numbers are, are identical to a social, social, well, I shouldn't say identical, but they're similar to a social security number. And this is what those independent contractors use when they perform services for a business. And again, as the IRS says, keep each classification separate. And this was a way to separate those classifications. So why is this significant and why are we doing this? Well, for years, the Title IV-D program was created in 1975. That is, by Congress under the Social Security Act, uh, which is SSA 42 USC 651. And at that time, they created a new category called a new Part D to authorize federal funding. Now, we have other videos on this channel that gets into more in depth about the history of the income withholding, and please feel free to, to review those videos. So here is my opinion and my research and what this led me to this. In October of 1984, the Office of Child Support Enforcement has developed a program labeled Project 1099, which allows the state child support agencies to have access to independent workers. They also attempted to create a cooperation between the Internal Revenue Service and the child support agency. But as of today, as of 2020, that project has been unsuccessful. And that can be found in the Public Record Child Enforcement Agency Manual. So what is the problem? What is the issue? The issue is very simple. If you are in child support right now and you are an independent contractor or you became an independent contractor during the process of child support, you do not belong in the program and you can exit the program right now. And if they do not exit the program, then this leads to a lawsuit. We have a video called Risk and Dangers on Your Credit Score. And we ask that you review that video. As you know now from this channel, that child support has access to your credit report if you are a W-2 worker. However, they do not have access to the credit reports for 1099 workers. Again, a different set of classification. If you are filing a lawsuit, one of the requirements in the case law, Felder versus Casey, where it is required by the state to give what is called a notice of claim or a notice of intent to file a claim. That is, you must notify a government worker or a what they call a, a a contractor that you're intent to sue them. In many states, this is a requirement. And where that comes from is this case law of Felder. Now, what is the issue? The issue is fraud upon the court that is committed by a representative court, including mediators, evaluators, administrators, lawyers and judges, referees, guardian at litems, and all. What it's saying is, as a 1099 worker, 
all of these guys deceived you into making you believe that you are included within the the statute of child support that is wrong but here's the other part of this a judge is liable for injuries caused and also loses immunity as a result of the fraud which means you can sue the commissioners the judges the magistrate in fact you can sue the director as well again we're talking about a fraud that has been committed by the child support agency they knew since 1984 that the 1099 worker were never included in child support and this year of all years all the states are attempting to try to change that status and proposition 22 also failed so let's look at what is called the a possible uh, lawsuit again we're not attorneys we're just giving information based on our research so here's what is called a small claims uh, form in the state of new york where at the top you'll see your name but if take a look at the bottom so small claims ranges in the state of New York from from zero dollars to a maximum of ten thousand dollars. Many states have different maximums. Some are eight thousand, some are more. But this is the claim that can be filed. Uh, and again, depending on your circumstances, you may have other claims of fraud that are larger than the maximum. Uh, probably half a million, even a million. But anyway, so let's take a look at this form. And again, we're just showing you as we went and did our research. You could select to file a claim under this statute using the maximum $10,000. And you have certain cat categories such as personal property or property. Again, your earnings from your 1099 is your property. And they have attempted to steal it from you. So here we are at a section where you have a call to action. What can you do? Well, now that you know that it is fraud upon the court, you can file a motion or a petition to terminate your support order wherever you are, whether it was prior or before. Next, your provision for that, for the cancellation, is a due process violation. The agency has no authority over 1099 workers and if you fit that category then that is a due process violation and you can file a claim based on that again whether it's small claims or supreme court or federal court the point is you decide based on your case where where do you want to file your lawsuit so this brings us to the end of the presentation if you have any questions or comment or feedback please feel free to send us an email at chrish289 at protonmail.com. Likewise, we ask you to subscribe to our channel and like. We bring you uh, information uh, from time to time, and we want to notify you immediately. We also ask for a donation for our research. We do the research, extensive research, to bring you facts that you could use to help separate from child support program. And what we're asking for is just a $25 gift uh, just to support our in support of our channel. So we're at the end of this pre presentation. Here's a link towards where the 1099 lawsuit is. Please review that video. Thanks.